Hey folks, do you like podcasts? Do you have hobbies? Well, here's the show for you. The Hobby Shop Talk Podcast. Featuring childhood friends and old school noobs, Luke and Matt. Hello everyone, this is Matt and this is the Hobby Shop Talk Podcast and we're on episode 24 and I'm joined again by Luke. Luke, how are you doing today? Good, good. Just been uh, finally enjoying nice Minnesota weather. And then, of course, it gets, to, then it gets to like 98, 99 degrees. And then yeah. it's like, can't we just but, get like 70s for two or three months? You know what the, uh, the the best thing is right now? We were just talking and this is what's funny about us is we only get a little bit of warm weather. But Darcy and I were talking that it's almost the best time of the year, which is fall, because that means football, too. And uh, yeah. Man, it's coming up on training camp, so that's awesome. And I'm going to yeah. talk, uh, this is for later, I had, do have, I wanted to talk about uh, Madden Franchise. It seems like they're doing tons of upgrades to it, so looking forward to Madden's uh, franchise mode this year. Well, and Madden's on the cover this year, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah he is. Uh, but yeah, we have lots to catch up on, because I think we, even though we said it was going to be like a week, there was a whole other like two weeks, but there's going to, at some point, we're going to be a more reliable, I think. Uh, but yeah, I suppose we could even uh, break the news that people, you know, there's a chance I'm going to be stopping the, the hobby shop just because, man, things have got really slow. But also, I got Starlink Internet and I can work from home again. And that's what I was doing. So anyways, if that happens, uh, I will let people know more. But what that'll mean is I'll have way more time to do things, including the podcast and play more games and play actually probably more magic even just because when you're working at the store, you don't play as much as you'd like. Oh, yeah. And would you still probably sell online at, on eBay or something? Yeah. Yep. I already I, yeah, I have my eBay set up. So that's my plan is to keep doing that. Uh, but also maybe go to like flea markets and things, you know, maybe sell comics. And you know, I've got so many comics and uh, cards, obviously. Uh, but yeah, so I'm able to man Starlink Internet. It's helping. It's going to help the whole gaming part of our household because we lost it for almost a year living remotely here, in, or you know, out in the rural areas of Minnesota. Uh, we couldn't do anything. Now we can, you know, kids play Fortnite and Roblox and everything online without lagging. So it also means I can play more games online. So I'm looking forward to that. Nice. But since then, though, I've been playing. We played some Magic. I'm going to talk about. Uh, just one game quick that uh, I'm not going to go through everything because there was it was a two versus two versus two game that we played in the store. I actually closed the store early the other day because I wanted to play in the game. Uh, so I closed just a couple hours early and we, we started playing that. Um, I was playing my green and black deck, which at the moment I have Sabra, the queen of the Golgari, as my commander. Uh, so that's a green and a black and two additional. Whenever you sacrifice a black creature, you may pay two life. If you do, each other player sacrifices a creature. Or whenever you sacrifice a green creature, you, you may gain two life. Uh, and I've got all my Garooks in there, which that'll be a shout out to our comics later. Uh, but, uh, so the hope was is to get lots of groups, uh, out to get a lot of creatures. And there's a lot of things to sacrifice and get out some of my more bigger creatures out of my deck. Um, I've, it's been playing really well, uh, minus, so not counting this game, which I'm talking about, so I'll skip ahead, but it's been playing well. Uh, and I'll explain that in a second. But in this game, uh, it was, uh, Corey and I from the store, uh, Brent and Dylan, who I've talked about, and then also Devin, and then Tyler. And I'm just going to mention Tyler's deck because he played with, uh, 
Emrakul, The Promised End. Are you familiar with this, Luke? Oh, the Eldrazi? Yeah. Yeah. So oh, yeah. It's a 13, I hate Eldrazi's. <laughs> so it's a 13 uh, colorless, it was 13 colorless mana. Uh, Emrakul, The Promised End, cost one less to cast for each creature type among cards in your graveyard. When you cast Emrakul, you gain control of target opponent during that player's next turn. After that turn, that player takes an extra turn. It has flying, trample, and protection from instants. Uh, so, luckily it was uh, Brent that he did that. Uh, when he came out, he got to take Brent's turn. And at first I thought he meant, like, you know, take his turn. Like, he got to play his own deck, you know. And, you know, you literally take control of them. So, he got Brent's hand, you know, and drew a card and was able to, you know, play cards and attack and... uh so, yeah, that was uh, interesting. But then also it's a 13-13, you know, flying. So it hit me once. I would have died the next time. Luckily, I had a fog. And I say I would have died without the fog, but also it was the only card I could play because uh, he also had out Void Winnower. So that's a nine-cost uh, Eldrazi. Your opponents can't cast spells with even converted mana cost. Zero's even. Your opponents can't block with creatures with even converted mana cost. So I had Fog, which was a one. I had, uh, what's that? Something Sun's Zenith, where it's a two greens and then X, and I can go, or I think it's two X's. I can go search for a creature card or whatever with converted mana cost. Anyways, if I made that five, which I did, I was able to use that. Otherwise, the other few cards in my hand were even. And Corey on my team, he had literally like two, four, six, eight with another even in there. So he literally could not do anything. Uh, and, uh, yeah. So they ended up winning. Uh, also, Devin was amassing a zombie army on the, uh, as his teammate, as we really couldn't do anything for two or three turns until the end. Uh, so that was, uh, interesting. I had never played those cards and, uh, you know, hadn't really seen them much. So. That was uh, definite uh, the most control I had seen because we played. Uh, Devin has another control deck I'd seen recently, but that definitely shut the game down at that point. Yeah, Aladrazis, they're pretty tough because I don't even know if there's much. <clears throat> like you said, that one had protection from instances and. Yeah. Yeah, and they're just super powerful. Did it have Annihilator on it? Uh, Do I don't know? think that one does. No. Oh. Nope. But yeah, when they get like, I forget which one it is, but it's like Annihilator 5, so they can just exile five things off your, off the battlefield of yours, and it's just like, it's too powerful. You gotta play like yeah. an aggro deck just to, you know, kill them before they can get going, otherwise yeah, it's... And it was the, uh, Brent and Dylan and Corey and I pretty much at that point were, you know, almost having to try to team together, because it's like we... We're all, we couldn't do anything unless one of us could, you know, somehow get rid of. So we were all trying to get rid of things and we'd be able to get rid of some stuff, but then it kind of just locked us down, especially not being able to cast things with evens. I mean, that really <laughs> shuts down a deck, but anyways, that was one I played recently. What, uh, do you have? I'm guessing you've played some here recently. Yeah, I haven't been, I've actually been playing at work quite a bit because, uh, all the developers there, um, they all play, which is kind of fun. So, like on lunch, if you know we're not too busy, we'll all play. But they they usually play those uh, pre-constructed decks. Like they have all of them from Strixhaven, all of them from uh, I think the Commander Legends that came out not too long ago, and then a few others. They also have like those uh, Challenger decks for like sixty card 
format, mm-hmm. but I've been bringing up my own, uh, my, you know, the, the ones that I made and playing them. So that's been pretty fun because I've been testing out my enchantment deck and then my, uh, equipment deck that I kind of upgraded after I played against at, you know, up at the store against Brent and stuff. And I realized I had way too many equipments in there and not enough creatures. So <laughs> like, you know, I get one creature destroyed and then I'm like, you know, waiting three turns. <laughs> so I, you know, can either play my commander again or draw into another creature. So, but on then the, my, uh, the Kai card deck that I kind of keep trying to get better and better and taking cards out and put new ones in. So, that's what I've been doing a lot of. As I mentioned, I've been, so I had started with the Karth, you know, where the, where I was able to go and look for planeswalkers to get those Garuks and uh, Vivian of the Hunt. And, but, uh, at one point here, I had switched to Mazarek Crawl Death Priest, which is one green, a black, and three. It's an insect shaman. It's a 2-2 flying. Whenever a player sacrifices another permanent, put a 1-1 counter on each creature I control. So I have some different things, obviously, in my deck to sacrifice, uh, as well as, you know, whenever anybody sacrifices, which we, uh, Devin plays zombies a lot and he likes to sacrifice zombies. So, but, um, I went down, the other is, uh, my current commander, as I mentioned before, is a four cost. So kind of switching back and forth to see what, uh, what I like best, but I've added some, some value in some trades. I added a mana reflection. You tap a permanent for mana, it produces twice as much of that mana instead. Is that an yes. enchantment? Uh, yep. The Deathrite Shaman, which is a one cost, either a black or a green, and I can tap it and exile a target land from a graveyard, add one mana of any color to your mana pool. That's nice because some of the guys have been playing exile decks, so I've got plenty to exile. And early on, I had this, so I had early on mana just exiling, uh, Ken's stuff in a recent game out of his graveyard. Otherwise, you can exile an instant or sorcery from a graveyard. Each opponent loses two life or exile, uh, exile target creature card from a graveyard. You gain two life. Um, and the other thing that I added to this with a lot of big creatures is monster manual. So you can do it's, uh, it's, it's one where it's got an adventure, but the thing I like about it is you can, uh, it's an artifact when you bring it up for that and you can tap two and put a creature from your hand onto the battlefield. So, you know, a lot of the big creatures in here, I could pay two and tap it, you know, and bring it one of them out. And I actually did that in a, one of those games I was mentioning. So as I've been upgrading this, it's been working pretty well. I had, fo- I wanted to focus on bringing lots of tokens out with my Garuks, you know, the wolves and beasts and, and then sacrificing them, uh, with, uh, like, for example, Fiend Artisan, I added, you know, where I can sacrifice a creature and then pay X and search, uh, for, uh, creature cards, uh, from my library and put them on the battlefield, but just sacrificing those tokens, um, you know, and then it, in that case, when I sacrifice, it trips a bunch of other abilities like my commander's abilities. But uh, what I've been finding is it's uh, I've been bringing a lot of creatures out and the just using all those different uh, wolves and beasts. Uh, I, I'm realizing I don't have enough sacrifice. I think I have some, but uh, but I've been winning a couple of recent games uh, just because I've been building up an army of wolves and beasts and then you know powering them up uh, with the different Gurroks and you know giving three and three and trample and like this monster manual. Uh, the other day I was able to bring out very early on. That's a four cost. Um, and then pay two, but I was able to bring out impervious great worm, which is, uh, three green and seven, and it's got convokes. So you can use creatures to help cast it. And it's a 16, 16 indestructible. So I was able to get that out pretty early on and, you know, give that uh three, three and trample 
And uh, so, but anyways, it's been working good, but it hasn't been doing exactly what I picture it doing. Uh, but so I've been making some changes, but uh, it's running. Do good. you have like automatic um, sacrifice outlets? So like, what is it? Ashnod's altar, where if you sacrifice a creature, you can get two colorless mana. Like, do you have anything like that where you can just sacrifice yeah. it without tapping anything? Because then you can... I do need more, so I need more of that ex exact things. I have some... Uh, I've got a handful of different things where I can sacrifice. I've been adding more, uh, but it's like I I either don't have enough, definitely, or uh, I just don't draw, you know, uh, what I need. It's like I get some of the sacrifice stuff, but then all of a sudden I don't have enough, you know, um, things to sacrifice. Yeah. Or I get the, you know... <laughs> The creatures and when I do that, that's fine because you know I can make a whole ton of creatures and then pump them up and still win the game. But so I still still a work in progress with this uh, this this deck. But I like it though. And, and now, uh, as we're going to talk about, it's, I don't want to spoil too much, but you know I was pretty pumped to read issues uh, eleven and twelve of the comic uh, since Gurak. <laughs> yeah, he's he was pretty uh, focused in both of them, huh? Yeah, yeah. So. Um, yeah, so any other games that you're going to talk about? Uh, I had those, those are my couple most recent things I wanted to talk about. Is that two all the last two few two. times I think I went to Lewis's game shop and Monticello, we uh, I just been uh, making new decks or just trying, you know, to upgrade mine. So I haven't been playing as much, but um, yeah, I was basically playing at work so a lot of the guys in store have been playing more uh modern or playing more 60 card decks and one oh, yeah. i've got my goblin deck which is pretty fast a modern deck but yeah they've been playing more uh modern recently so uh i'm wondering if that'll come back a little bit more you know people got really into commander here and, you know um some people are i don't know just wanting to kind of go back to that play a little bit more 60 card as well uh, yeah i've been wanting to make a good uh modern deck and then like i usually end up taking out the good cards to put in a commander deck because <laughs> i don't play modern enough to warrant like yeah. using the good cards but i have to start making my own uh proxies i think uh so the other thing i just thought of this but uh i'm curious have you heard of a i think Devin he was just here too and was trying to get me to make a popper deck is that oh, what you yeah. said the commons yeah 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 so a 60 card all common deck. Yep. Uh so that's something we're talking about. We're gonna try. I mean, I'm like, he mentioned he's like, let's do it now. This is before just a little bit ago before I'm like, man, I wouldn't even have the first clue what deck to <laughs> my, my first thought would be goblins, but I wouldn't, you know, that'd be boring. Yeah. I already have a but it'd be easy. There's so many uh common goblins. Anyways, so that's something we might also try. Yeah, they've had a few uh, on arena, you know, they've had like the popper uh or whatever uh event so i've built a couple of them on arena but uh i don't know i usually end up going to like a white and green like get a lot of mana and then pump up your creatures uh kind of thing so i don't yeah, know yeah yeah so that's something maybe i'll be talking about in one of these episodes if we actually do that um you know for news things the, the only thing I, well i guess before we do that i was just going to mention uh you pr probably could talk more about Double Masters. I unfortunately didn't pull any myself. You pulled at least some. I sold what I got in the store. I was able to see some cool uh, pulls. Some, uh, oh, pull did anyone pull like Imperial Seal? I think that's the big one everyone's going for. 
No, and the other one was uh, Dark Side Extortionist. Yeah. I didn't see that yet, but I know some of the guys uh, like pulled uh, Sensei's Divining Top, the uh, oh, yeah, full art a... and full art foil. Um, uh, geez, what's the the one where you can uh, Phyrexian Altar? Is that where you can sacrifice and get a? See, that's another good one too. You need in that deck. Yeah, that'd that be you're awesome. talking about. <laughs> Devin has the full art foil from Double Masters of that. Um, so that's one I'm a little bit jealous of. That would be amazing for that deck. But uh, what did uh, you mentioned? You pulled a few, but didn't uh, get anything great. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, uh, I got like Grave Crawler as one of my um, one of my rares, and then I got Una's Prowler, which is a three-one black creature that it's flying, and then you can discard a card and. Una's Prowler gets negative two, negative one until on a turn. Any player may activate this ability, so I don't know. Just <laughs> very <laughs> underwhelming uh pulls. I got some cool like uncommons, uh like go for the throat, which is a good cheap uh removal. And the full uh, arts are awesome and just the you know commons and uncommons from that set. Yeah, which unfortunately I didn't get any of those either. Oh so. really? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got I got hosed. Uh, luckily, yeah. I had some in-store credit, so I, that's what I used. So I wasn't a, like I didn't lose, didn't spend too much money anyway. Well, so I had mentioned right before this, you know, we both of us uh, didn't do much with double masters, and uh, and now, man, the prices are just they're hard to get, and the prices are just going up crazy, uh, like crazy. But coming up, I figured let's look at. Uh, I'm, I think, more excited for what's coming up. Uh, I mean, we'll see, but Dominaria United is, uh, I think, the next set coming out in September. Well, they uh, do have the Warhammer 40,000 40, or whatever. Oh, they have yeah, that, yeah. Like that crossover set, so. But there is actually a couple previews to those now. Yeah, that was the three. About the, uh, the Warhammer? Yeah. Yeah, I I'm haven't looked... I'm trying to see if yet. I can find those real quick. Oh, yeah, right here. Card previews. Using uh, MTG Goldfish. It's always a good one to use for spoilers and just MTG news. So they have a, abandoned the despoiler. Despoiler. So it's uh, red, black, and blue, and two colorless for a 5-5 five, five trample. And uh, his ability is Mark of Chaos Ascend Ascendant. Uh, during your turn, spells you cast from your hand with mana value X or less have Cascade, where X is the total number or total amount of life your opponents have lost this turn. <clears throat> so he's a legendary creature. Ash starts warrior. Must be like a a class in Warhammer. I don't, I don't know much about Warhammer. I don't know if you do, but... I just a little bit. I mean, I, I have a box that I got for Christmas two years ago that I haven't put together or painted. And then I have a book that I've started like five times and then I start over. Uh, <laughs> That'll have I to be uh, one of our uh, one of our podcasts or videos or uh, yep, YouTube thing. We can uh, try to figure out how to play Warhammer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The old school noobs learn to play Warhammer. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and then well, they only so have uh, three other spoilers, or yeah, out so far. So maybe yeah, we'll, we'll go much. over those once they get some more out. Um, 
Crayon Fabricate. That must, I think that's a, that must be a reprint. Search your library for an artifact card, reveal it and put it in your hand, then shuffle. So that must yeah. be a reprint, but. Well, and I'm on the magic site uh, as we're talking here and they do have uh, the commander decks um, you can look at. So it's, uh, it, it, I don't think it has all the, the cards, but there's Tyranids, uh, Tyranid. I'm guessing I'm probably, I think it's Tyranid Swarm. And then there's, geez, a Tyranid Swarm Collector's Edition. So each has a Collector's Edition. This uh, is for the Warhammer one? Yeah. Let me, uh, this is, uh, as we're talking, we're, I'll send you, send you the link. Uh, technology. Slow technology at the moment. <laughs> yeah, so it looks Slow. like each of them has a uh, collector's edition as well for the commander decks. There's Forces of the Imperium. Uh, so I'll go back. So I'm going to go back. So the first one I should mention, Tyranid Swarm, is a green, blue, and red uh, deck. The Forces of the Imperium is a white, blue, and black deck. Uh, we got Necron Dynasties is just a black deck. Uh, and then the Ruinous Powers is a blue, black, and red deck. So they also each come with a collector's edition, uh, which says comes fully foiled with never before seen special, special surge foil and has the same card, uh, content. And then if you scroll down, it says there's, uh, some images, but it said previews actually begin though, uh, September 13th. But they do have a few. Abaddon, the Despoiler, I know he's a, a big one for that. That's the blue, black, and red. Uh, so there is a few pictures. That's what I was looking forward to because Warhammer has awesome, you know, obviously art and just uh, their whole universe is pretty, uh, pretty just, uh, I mean, just awesome to look at. So I'm excited to see magic cards with the Warhammer universe. Yeah. Yeah, these crossovers are usually pretty cool. I haven't. I guess I haven't bought any yet, but um, I don't know. Maybe one of these decks would be fun to get. Yep. So then the other one I had mentioned is uh, Dominaria United. Um, I guess here it said it marks the start of the Magic the Gathering's 30th anniversary. Remember I said we we're going to go to Vegas next year? Yep. Uh, to, to celebrate. <laughs> that would be pretty fun. Uh, yeah, so this set comes out in September. Um, I don't think there's... Uh, is much in the way of uh, spoilers yet. Have you seen much, uh, Luke, uh, in the way of no, spoilers? I don't think they have any yet. So um... usually you can see the the date they start. Um, some things that uh, some predictions I'm reading here. This is on cardgamebase.com. Some predictions uh, they had the return of sagas uh, as one of their predictions, which I, I mean I use some sagas. There's some pretty powerful ones. Yeah, I like sagas. Uh, they're kind of they're cool when you can get like proliferate or remove a counter because then if you remove one, you get another turn. You know, you can um, keep using it. The the other thing they said is that uh, this again is some predictions on this card game base, but they make sense. They said maybe some return of some iconic characters that were there last time the set was there. So Joyra, which is used quite often here, the Weatherlight oh, Captain, yeah. uh, Karn. Uh, Radha, Heart of Keld, 
That's the oh, yeah. green red. Yeah. And then Tafiri, uh, Hero of Dominaria. But uh, yeah, so this set comes out. Uh, spoiler season. Oh, that actually starts. So there's, there should be some. Uh, spoiler season starts the uh, 7th. Um, yeah, of so August? you should know more. Uh, July. Oh, really? Yeah, it says full spoiler season start July 7th. Well, because I looked down there and all they had was uh, the art for it so far. Oh, yeah. But just Hopefully like... by the next next episode, we should have more in the way of uh, uh, spoilers for that set. I mean, yeah, I'm looking too. I just, like you said, I see some different art, pictures of the boxes and things like that. But anyways, that, that should be an interesting one, especially if you do have some of those uh, classic characters coming back and then uh the one after that i believe is uh brother's war yeah which would be another fun one so or hopefully because that's that whole uh storyline is pretty awesome yeah that's going back again uh back in our day uh <laughs> going back to some of the books i think we even uh read uh with so this yeah so the the brother's war I think it'll be around November. Um, so yeah, reviving, revisiting a pivotal moment in Dominaria's history, the great war between Urza and Mishra. It's a battle that's mentioned in many places in the game's lore, but this is the first time we'll get a proper look at the war since antiquities in a few books. So yeah, like we were saying, this, uh, this is going way back. So that'll be kind of fun to, uh, to, to see some of that coming out uh, in November. Did you ever, did you read the Thran one? I forget what it was called, but, um. I think so. Like, yeah. But was that the one where, like, and spoiler alert, is that where the Thran turned out to be Phyrexians? Is that how the Phyrexians came about? Do you remember? I'm trying to remember <laughs> the lore behind it, but I remember it being kind of, like, crazy, because uh, that's when, uh, um, Urza was, you know, battling Mishra, and, like, he was, he got, uh, whatever coaxed by the the phyrexians and completed himself or some i don't remember but it'd be the, fun to go back and read those that's what i was gonna say those are some of the things that have uh, been moved along with me for the last like 20 years and never been opened since <laughs> oh they're still in the moving boxes <laughs> yeah we're probably you know just mixed in with my stuff i have uh, some of those old magic boxes <laughs> you can see the in or my video boxes, here books. where is it yep i can see them so I read them quite a bit, or it's probably been like 10 years since I read them all, but I remember I like, I think I got Wrath and Storm, which is kind of a, it's an anthology, so they put a bunch of different stories together, but uh, from like Gerard and Karn and the Weatherlight, yep, so I yep. just started buying like from the beginning, but then yeah, they, and then they just stopped making them. So I'm going to, this is going to be an awesome segue, but so the Weatherlight, is that similar to the Stronghold that is referenced in Magic uh, from Boom Studios, issues 11 and 12? So the Stronghold yeah, wasn't is it, like a they, vehicle. Yeah, remember when they went to Wrath in one of those books? Um, and they took the Weatherlight there, but then they went to the Stronghold. And that's where the Flowstone Lava was, which is in the issue. Um, yeah. Because then who was the, 
what did they call the ruler of wrath? Like he had a specific name, but then he can control the flow zone stuff. Anyways, I don't know. This is getting kind of into the weeds. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go back and read them now. Or I should at least look up uh, some reviews of them again. Just well, to so jog my memory. What I'm going to do is uh, kind of go back to what we did before. We're going to look at uh, issue 11 of Magic from Boom Studios. And I'll read the little... Uh, blurb about it just to it also probably help us refresh from before it says a new cabal of plain and this is from previews world which i love because when i do this it's good to have these little previews and these blurbs so i always find the ones on previewsworld.com uh a new cabal of planeswalkers debuts after paying the ultimate price to defeat the mad god merit lage planeswalkers ralzura kaya and vraska return to ravnica and the plane closes behind them. Now a new stranded trio of planeswalkers, the combustible Chandra Nalar, the monstrous tracker Garak Wildspeaker, and a debuting mysterious planeswalker must find their way back to Ravnica. But even as they gain foes and friends in new corners of the multiverse, things are worse there than anyone could imagine as they uncover the plot of an old enemy to manipulate Aether on a scale never seen before. That was a lot. But that's... <laughs> Yeah, so that's uh, and man, I was uh, like I was saying, it was uh, that was a cool. This was this was probably one of my favorite issues, just because I, I, you know, seeing more. Uh, like we, you know, of course, I mentioned, uh, and it mentions we get to meet. Uh, is it Garuk? What are you going with, Garak? Garuk? I Garak. Garak. I don't know. Well, and you said Merritt Lange. Is it Merritt Lang or Merritt Lange? Merit, Merit, who knows? <laughs> but uh, so old school we, noobs. It all. This is all three months after everything else happening, and uh, you know, it's uh, Chandra is the one that tries to go back to Ravnica and like hits a brick wall pretty much and comes back, and they're like, you know, they have no clue what's going on. So now they're trying to find a way to get to Ravnica. Uh, one way she had thought was of uh, going to the stronghold, which we mentioned, um, and uh, there she runs around uh, across some other new cool people to the comic but not you know to to everyone else but to bolt the lord of pain and also the spell thief known as devril kane are you yeah yeah we got a lot of meat yeah a few new planeswalker because they introduced garak in here coming up and then yep tybalt and davril um davril he's the one that i think it was in was it dominarius the last dominarius set or war of the spark he had a, he was an uncommon planeswalker that was pretty decent where target player discards a card and then they lose two life if they have one or fewer cards in their hand. Okay, yeah, see, I wasn't familiar where that where that came from. Well, he's also uh, in the new in uh, what was it? Was it Strixhaven or um Baldur's Gate? Let me look real quick. But as you're as you're doing that, I mean, the the main thing of this whole thing is uh, so she's trying to find a way to. So in that stronghold, that stronghold used to uh, go across planes, apparently. So they're trying to see, you know, maybe if there's a way to get it to do that again, to get to Ravnica, to see what the heck's going on. That's when they run across uh, these uh, uh, Tybalt and uh, I forgot his name already. Davriel. Dev yeah. And yeah, because they're it, trying to jump there, too. They must be right. Is that what yeah. they kind of gathered? It seems like yeah. So then, uh, then all of a sudden, they're you know, Chandra shows up upon them, and they're you know about to fight, and all of a sudden, Garak comes out of he's uh he's got pretty much like a bounty on Tybalt's head, 
And uh, so then uh, then Tybalt though takes off, and uh, so then we've got Chandra and Garut go up for a drink, and <laughs> but yeah, they're uh, they're boozing it up, and then they meet another new planeswalker. They introduce well, another new planeswalker. So we're skipping ahead. Actually, they meet uh, Nico Ares, the Fate Scorn. Yeah, that's uh, what I was gonna say. Another planeswalker. Yeah. But yeah, then they end oh, up that's right at the end too. So yeah, maybe yep, we did yep. skip quite a bit. But, uh, well, I mean, the whole main thing is, is they're just trying to, uh, so to get away, Tybalt, uh, there's, uh, on the side of this mountain, like you were saying, the flow vent of this, uh, the flow like stone or flow stone or whatever. Lava, yeah, because you can manipulate it kind of thing, but they must have a big volcano of it or whatever in the mountain. And then, so yeah, he opens that up to run down onto a village. Just to escape and cause a distraction, yeah. So yeah. then, uh, Chandra's gonna go save uh, the village and wants uh, Garak to come with, but he he's, he only cares about his bounty, but he changes his mind. Uh, but so yeah, it's up to Chandra. She's uh, gonna do what she does best and uh, burn everything, and so she's able to turn this all to stone. Um, and uh, yeah, that is where we meet this apparently this Nico Ares, the Fate Scorn, and uh, he says he's being pursued by a specter of death. And uh, he needs only one person. There's only one person that can help him kill it, and that's Kaya. So he was seeking out Chandra to help, you know, try and find Kaya. So the whole thing is, yeah, we're going to meet a new group of planeswalkers, and now they're trying to get back to our other group because nobody knows what's going on in Ravnica because, you know, this, it's kind of unprecedented, obviously, to have the plane shut down to them. So, Well, at uh, the end of issue 10, that was where they're like, Screw you, planeswalkers! It's us yep. against you, right? And they were on Ravnica. Yeah, right? that's true. So yeah, some they must so they have must uh, somehow got yeah, close well, it off. So I'll read uh, just quickly, except for if it's as long as the last one, uh, the little blurb <laughs> for uh, that. And this guy too, this uh, Davril, he looks pretty ba. I guess we could say badass because it's our podcast. But uh, <laughs> uh, then the art I'm looking at on on this previews world. So for issue twelve. A newly debuted planeswalker must reach Ravnica to seek Kaya, the ghost assassin's help with a vengeful, vengeful specter, while Chandra seeks ancient machines that could re, uh, breach the unseen barrier around Ravnica. In Garuk's tireless pursuit of the sadistic and elusive Tybalt may be Chandra's best lead. Meanwhile, our new trio of planeswalkers join together as their goals align, speeding off to pick up the trail in Ameria, the shift sky rune, uh, the shifting sky rune and Zendikar. But should they succeed in reaching Ravnica, they'll have to face the master dominating Tybalt and Davriel, perhaps the greatest mage the plane has ever known. And which, did you get the alternate art cover for this, or did you get like the. Oh, right, yeah, that's the one I got, but it was weird because there's different illustrators now for this one, or a different yeah, illustrator. That threw me off. <laughs> I know. I, I do. That's, uh, I mean, so there's a. I've, other comics that I've read that have long runs, it really throws me off when they change artists. Cause, yeah. I it mean, just, yeah, the feeling and everything just kind of, you know, changes a tad bit. Well, so what surprises me, and I mean, there must obviously be a reason, and maybe, I guess I haven't read ahead to 13 yet. Maybe you did, but I don't know if it's the same artist, but this was a new arc, so I'm surprised they wouldn't have started this arc with... Uh, 11. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm looking been? at... I'm looking at the names on the front. I don't want to butcher, but if you notice on 11, you've got uh, McKay, Guara, Tybo, and 
Conso Consony. Yeah. <laughs> and then this one has McKay, Solomon, and Sofuentes, number 12. So different different names. So Yeah. Well, then if you look on the inside cover, it says uh, written by Jed McKay. And then the illustrated, the illustrator is so, uh, Jock Solomon for 12. Hmm. But then it's, yeah, the other one for 11. For 11, it's the Guara. So, anyways. Yeah, uh, but anyways, that threw me off right off the bat, too. I actually, like, kind of flip a few pages, and I look back at 11, and I'm like, huh. Uh, but, yeah, so 12, oh, I would pull back on 11 to look at. 12 is where we were talking about, though. That's where they're having a drink. Uh, they're still enough drinking, yeah. Yeah, Urborg and Dominaria. Which is quite a weird place, apparently, because there's, like, dead ghosts walking around everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> and they... Kind of, they're just having a drink. Uh, Grook, uh, Chandra, and what's our new friend's name? I just said it. Nico. Yeah, and uh, they're kind of talking about how. Well, she mentioned, or he mentioned, sorry, how he met Kaya uh, previously. It was the first planeswalker that uh, he had met. Um, I like how. Uh, so in that kind of panel. Chandra's like lighten up Garak you know whatever and then they go to the next page and you know he's had a few drinks and he's like I am sufficiently lightened up <laughs> and then yeah, yeah. slams his cup down like <laughs> yeah tell me about this specter of death I actually I mean that's a that's what I do like about this comic because I do giggle um <laughs> you know from time to time I like their uh it's like they have enough seriousness but also enough of the like fun like Tybalt too he he seems like he's a uh, gonna be interesting to keep watching is a character. Uh, but yeah, so then we learn more just about... Uh, yeah, this is where Nico kind of talks about how he was running from his fate on... Uh, was it... Which one was? Which plane was he from? Not Zendikar, but... Keldheim. Yeah. So yeah, he was kind of running from his fate in Keldheim, and then he finally realized, like, oh, I was being dumb. But the god, whatever that secured his fate was already pissed at him and had a you know was like hunting for him essentially yeah you can't uh yeah you can't just say no you're not gonna do what they mo want fulfill your much. destiny yeah and so um now they're saying they'll tell him you know him that she's on ravnica but every time that she jumps he ends up hit or she actually said it's like running into a brick wall and then gets flung somewhere else in the multiverse and she ends up getting sent to icoria with some huge monsters yeah. Uh, that's kind of cool. I like how Chandra's just kicked back, uh, you know, <laughs> having a drink. But, yeah, so they have to find another way to get there. Um, and then, yeah, so that's kind of where they're... Well, yeah, because then it says, too, Garak explains why he's hunting Tybalt, who yep. just kind of kills for the fun of it, not for, like... Garak's like, you know, death is a part of life, but Tybalt yep. was doing it for fun and, like, unnecessarily. I like, uh, yeah, so there's these, you know, they're explaining that. So they're kind of just getting to know each other around drinks. And then uh, when they decide they're going to work together, I like that art. Uh, you'll see here, Luke, uh, and I guess readers, if you read, there's a good picture of the three of them, group in the back. And they're, you know, they're giving each other like nuts. All like the gonna fist work bumps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was kind of a cheesy pose. Yeah. Like Chandra's like giving two fists out and yeah, Rock's way yeah. bigger. And <laughs> yeah. But, uh, 
Yeah, so they're just he's saying, too, Tybalt has a way of covering his scent. I mean, so he can, uh, Garuk can track anybody anywhere, but uh, Tybalt has a way of tracking his scent. A little trickery. Um, yeah, so all of a sudden they're in Zendikar, uh, and then they're, they see Ameria, the Sky Rune, because they're looking for another way to planeswalk. Uh, and then we see our uh, Tybalt and uh, Davril. Davril, yeah, talking. And uh, they are on Ravnica, though, so uh, correct, they got to Ravnica. I don't know if they did. Oh, they did, because yeah, the at the last, end, yeah. Yeah, so they're the talking. Spoiler. <laughs> they're kind of bickering back and forth at each other. They're always, like, going to kill each other, they both say in. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, then they walk up, and they, they chose Ravnica. Well, it's funny how Tib or uh, Davrell's like. Do you think this is a game to Tybalt? And Tybalt's like, yeah, actually, it's kind of fun for me to like. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah he's into do that. all this chaos and. Uh, right here he says, uh, "I think everything is a game, Davrell. Everything I do, every suffering I inflict, serves the highest cause I can imagine. My own amusement, lost lives, bloodshed, pain caused. None of it matters to me outside of how it might entertain me." <laughs> so yes, I do think this is a game. Yeah, so then they're they're kind of uh, bickering, and then all of a sudden we see some other. You got changes up the words and everything, and you kind of recognize it too from uh, one of the earlier issues. Yeah, from yeah. earlier issues. Yeah, and then they tell to Neil, who what's the name, Luke, of the dragon? Yes. I'm trying to think now. <laughs> I was literally trying to think of uh, <laughs> think was... of as as you were talking. It's uh It was in the earlier issues. Yeah, I'm gonna have to type it in. It's uh, you're gonna have to block this out. We're gonna really sound like a couple of noobs. We'll keep it in because <laughs> it's the brother says. of the other big dragon. Why can't I think of him either? So as we're doing this, which planeswalker are you hoping to see if this series continues that you have not seen yet in a starring role? And I mean, I guess you could consider a Johnny. That's who I would have thought, you know, but you know, he, had, he was yeah. in the last ones, but not a starring role. Uh, Samut's pretty cool. A Johnny. Um, trying to think of. That'll be something to think about sometime, which, you know, make a list of our top planeswalkers who'd like to get their backstories or, you know, have featured. I'd be curious out there. I bet there's some polls even out there where you could find some of that. I am struggling trying to find this. What the hell is the his Jeopardy name? Music. Do, 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 do. Yes, he is the dragon. His Who's the other big dragon? The colorless one. I'm 100% uh, <laughs> lost on... Uh, I you know, can picture it. Obviously, we read it earlier in the comics. You know, picture it. Oh, it's Nico Bolas's um, brother. But I can't think of the name. I don't know why. Because well, now I'm trying to... Go to like issue one. I could probably go to the preview issue one or two. It's not Ugin. Oh, I'm trying to find the. Oh, where's the previews world? Why is it so hard to find? Powerful dragons. Is it Niv? Niv Mizzet. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it! Why did that take so long? <laughs> <laughs> oh, silly. Yeah. Uh, so at the end, there, Niv Mizzet is like fighting again, and then. You know, they kind of both get startled and they're like, oh, just some philosophy talk or something. And yeah, Niv yeah. it's like, ah, uh, I can see through your BS. So and then he's yeah, like, so Neil. He, 
he's the uh, one too, you know, that was working with the other one, you know, the rest of the planeswalkers and everything, and obviously has a nefarious agenda. Which uh, is crazy because he was the one, well, like in the earlier issues, he was kind of surprised that those attacks happened on Ravnica, but obviously he must have been behind it or knew about it. Yeah. Maybe. I guess we'll see more. Luke, uh, do you have, uh, what else do you got? I've got a couple to talk about, but one of mine, the boys, I will talk about last in our comic section so that we can talk about, you know, you Segway watching the, the boys. Yeah. Well, actually, I realize I still have to do, uh, finish uh, 10 Lives of Wolverine and 10 Deaths of Wolverine, so issue 5 of each are the last ones. But I just tried to read it before this, and it's so complicated because like Wolverine's going back in time to help save Professor X and then like another guy sending Omega Red to like try to kill Professor it's super complicated so I'm just gonna read it again at some point and then I'll review that yeah another episode well that works I think just in the interest because this is supposed to be like uh you know kind of following up the last episode anyways that we should just move into the boys because uh, I can talk about that. I read issues three and four, so previously I believed I'd read issues uh, one and two. Uh, so, you know, at the beginning of these, we were just kind of meeting who the boys are. And so uh, for issue three, uh, we have things heat up as Wee Huey gets his first taste of action with the boys when the butcher throws him into the deep end. Meanwhile, meet the planet, planet Mightiest heroes, the seven, and the young superheroine who joined them. Uh, so, yeah, this, I mean, I guess you're going into it, correct? You never read the comics, but you are watching the show, and I'm going into it uh, the opposite, right? That I, you know, I've never seen the show, correct? You never read any of the comics? No, yeah, I haven't read the comics yet. Yeah, so, yeah, in this, uh, we get to, you know, start to meet the, the seven, which, you know, are this, uh, the, the most famous superhero group. And we meet, uh, Annie, uh, January. And so I'm curious, and you can let me know once I'm, once I'm done on this, I'm curious if these are all the same. So, you know, she's a new, uh, member to join the, the team and, uh, she's so excited. And, uh, then all of a sudden, you know, she's talking and all of a sudden he, you know, tells her to, uh, suck it pretty much. The deep. Yeah. Right. What's that? The deep. You're saying the yeah, character yeah. of the deep. Yeah. Uh, I think that's yeah. I, I, there's so many names I'm learning when you start a new uh, universe that there's uh, so trying to learn all of them is crazy. Yeah. Right? In the in the show, it's the deep that just like all of a sudden he just <laughs> drops yeah. his trousers and and she's like ah. Oh. Oh. Well, so, you know, again, it's with this uh, Huey guy. Uh, you know, they go to New York. They're trying to get him to join the boys. Uh, so, you know, he's over there. Uh, again, we're meeting the, the team. So we meet the seven and, you know, you think they're, uh, you know, they're superheroes. They're supposed to be good guys, but, you know, they're, they all pretty much, you know, take advantage of this woman. And you kind of, it's the first time you see that these guys are, you know, they're not what meets the eye pretty much, these superheroes. Um, then we also going to meet, uh, uh, Huey gets to meet, uh, Mother's Milk and the Frenchman and the female. For the first time, they're kind of, you know, walking them, just introducing them to everybody, you know, check it out, see if you want to join the team. Because uh, uh, Huey's the one whose girlfriend was killed by, I think it was A-Train, the superhero. Yeah. 
didn't even care, you know, at all. Um, yeah, but, he just uh, kept we, running and gave him a half ass apology. Well, I should say this is for the the show, so I'll let you yeah, keep going. That's exactly what happened, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, but then we see Annie, you know, in the toilet. She's throwing up, you know, because I'll, you know, she can't believe what's going on. And then she gets to see her uh, uh, Queen Maya. Is it Maev? Is that how they pronounce that? Maeve. Maeve? Okay, Queen yep. Maeve. The Empress of the Other World, and you know, it's like her star, and she's got like her makeup running. This Andy does from crying, and she's so excited to see her, and she literally tells her to fuck off, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And uh, and you know, so she's again like, what is going on? And then we get to meet uh, the first targets of the boys, who is the uh, teenage kicks. So this is the teenage kicks and the young Americans, and. Uh, so we meet the Teenage Kicks, which is Big Game, Shout Out, Pop Claw, Whack Job, Gunpowder, Jet Streak, Dog Knot, and Blarney Cock. <laughs> and so they're just kind of, you know, introducing them and they're, you know, they're saying they're going to go for one of the smaller teams, kind of, they're just, just to start. Uh, they're going with one of the smaller teams and they're going with the, uh, the other team, I guess, is a little bit more on the straight and narrow, at least it sounds, the young Americans. They're the more traditional heroes but uh so they're going after this teenage kicks group uh so that was issue three that all sounds pretty familiar to you so far yeah some of those the b team people you mentioned i think have different names pop pause one of them but then like the I, I didn't recognize the other ones but they don't get too much into those in the uh tv show yeah, so they're a little, they're pretty, fo- nah, well, they don't go too much into them, but they're pretty focused on these couple issues. Cause then we got this, the next issue is, uh, we got, uh, four. So, um, once, uh, let's see here's the teenage kicks are enjoying and, uh, yeah. So then we get, uh, I wouldn't even, I'm not even going to read, uh, what this has. You, when you start it right off the bat in issue four and you see all the teenage kicks running around naked in this uh, place um, enjoy, uh, with different acts, with different uh, women that are apparently paid to entertain them, I will just say. And so there's a lot <laughs> of different odd, you know, crazy scenes and Hueys in a building across the street, you know, looking in on this and like, you know, realizing just how pretty much depraved these people are. Uh, then we also get a, you know, we get to go to a meeting of the seven, you know, so again, this uh, Annie's thinking, you know, so excited. And then the only thing they talk about is like merchandising. They're, you know, mad about it being a percentage off one of, you know, the big three getting more money and stuff. And so again, it's like you're seeing it's not what you thought. Um, yeah, a lot of this issue, though, is a lot of pictures of uh, these uh, teenage kicks uh, and Huey watching them. And again, just realizing how bad these people actually are. And we see the, the girls uh, using some sort of uh, drug, but it's not white like cocaine, it's uh, blue. Well, we later find out uh, that that's the compound V uh, in this episode that uh, does that. And um, our our main guy, what's his name, Luke? I can't remember the main guy's name now. Homelander? Homelander, yeah. Yeah. He gets that and injects Huey. You know, we didn't even ask him, just injects him. If he's, so oh, he's that's off. It. That's pretty, that steers away from the, the show then quite a bit. If you're on, yeah. what issue is this? Three? Uh, yeah. Uh, four. Four, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, he's talking to him in a van and, you know, like, just, he has it and, uh, 
they realized, I mentioned, you know, they thought he thought it was cocaine. It was actually this compound V that they give these girls in this house to be able to really, I guess, handle these superheroes <laughs> and keep like, you know, whatever. But, uh, so that's when he just injects them and he's not happy. Like he takes off, like he's going to not, you know, join the group pretty much. And, um, Oh uh, wait. So not Homelander. Homelander is like the main supervillain of this, or he's the main superhero of the seven. And then Butcher is the main oh, character. Butcher, yeah, yeah. Homelander um, is the guy in blue I'm looking at right now. Yeah. So yeah. Butcher is the one that was in the van here that probably injected Huey because yeah, she's yeah. like kind of the leader of the boys. Yep. Butcher. Yep. That's gotcha. Yeah. I, and Homelander. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, but so then we also have Homelander. Um, because in that meeting, one of the guys was, you know, uh, making some inappropriate uh, facial things uh, at uh, Annie at the table. And Homelander, after uh, uh, Annie catches, uh, goes around a corner and he's punched whoever. I can't remember what the other superhero is because Homelander's like, you know, you got to be more serious when you're in these meetings because they're trying to hide that, you know, they're a bunch of pretty much scumbags they're like you know you can't do that in front of the money um then uh there's a lot of uh uh the butcher and his friend from the cia where he's yeah when he's getting that drug so uh if you know what i'm talking about yeah so Huey though he's not very happy he's uh thinking about you know he's not even sure if he's gonna uh at the end of this issue you know he's not sure like he's he's thinking about just leaving uh heading into issue five so i actually read issue five because this one was so good i kept going so i'm gonna wait though until the next episode to to look at that but so what was uh different uh for you or what you know where are you at well so the the compound v stuff you don't find out until might be like season two but then like uh butcher injecting huey that didn't I mean, I don't, I don't know how if I want to give spoilers because season three is pretty uh new still. So yeah. spoiler alert. Um, I don't know if you want to hear either since you're reading the comic book and then you're probably gonna watch the show later, yeah, right? I'm definitely gonna watch the show after. <laughs> All right, yeah. I mean, well, then I won't get too into it, but um, yeah, it's it sounds pretty close, like a train running through Huey's girlfriend. That was like yep. the first first episode. It's pretty similar, like The Walking Dead. I read all the comics and I watched the whole show. It's similar, but then there's, you know, like Daryl, who's one of the main characters, you know, it became a huge hit, you know, wasn't in the comics. Uh, you know, there was some things that were different or handled differently just for the sake of the show. So I'm guessing there's some of that. So for me, it'll be interesting. And I guess for you, too, uh, I can pass on the comic to you and, you know, vice versa. Uh, yeah. How many, like, is it still running, the the comic book uh i wouldn't think so but i uh because i don't know like i just actually wrapped up season three so i don't know if there's going to be a season four there was 72 issues i mean it was an older comic uh yeah it ended in 2012 all right so yeah 2006 to 2012 so 72 issues, though, that's a lot of, uh, I mean, uh, Walking Dead's 100 and, geez, up to like 150, but that was like 10 seasons. We just figured they could get six or seven seasons, maybe 10 issues at a time. But, so that uh, looks like uh, June 10th of this year, uh, season, uh, The Boys was renewed for a fourth season, so that's pretty sweet. 
Nice, nice. Uh, well, so that was comics. So, you know, you talked about shows. I'll just mention, did I mention I'm so lost that I finished the 100? No, I don't think no. so. Yeah, we, I mean, that was a good show. I mean, I recommend it if you like, uh, I mean, it was just constant action. And uh, I mean, I just like, you know, it's uh, kind of futuristic. They're on different, you know, planets and uh, things like that. That got, it, the show just, every, like handful episodes we'd be like what like we'd literally that's what we'd be and darcy would do we'd be like what in the is it would just yeah it would go in like another direction but no we we blew through that seven uh, seasons and we don't get a lot of time I and mean, it was a handful of months but it was pretty good so now we're uh uh so i i will recommend the 100 we finished that and you know what we started we wanted something way different if you watch uh and this is a dumb question or dumb thing i haven't watched it so some people will probably judge me but at least that's why we say world school noobs but i just started arrested development oh yeah oh yeah, man that's funny yeah it's a great show <laughs> so i think it got canceled right away and then it got picked up for like four oh, more just, seasons unless it yeah, was like the second or we're towards the end of the second season probably well maybe middle of second season because first season there was like 20 some episodes yeah yeah that's uh, a funny show yeah so we've been watching that Bree didn't get too into it, so we didn't end up watching too much. But I mean, the first season came out in like what two thousand and six or something. It's been a long time. So yeah, way back then, a lot, I, of, lot of lot of names in that show. Uh, a lot of you know big names. Yeah, speaking but, of uh, uh, well, the the main character Jason Bateman. We uh, me and Bree just finished Ozark, which I don't know if you watched that yet, but that's no, a so great that's show. I haven't watched. Yeah. yeah. You and Darcy would like that, I bet. Um, it's a really good show. But uh, it's a, uh, yeah, it's a crazy show. Lots of uh, lots of crazy turns and plots. How, plot how many seasons is that? I think it's six. Um, I like when you have a show that's finished because, like the one hundred, it is the worst thing ever when you get into a show and then they cancel it. You know, you invest all that time, so that's why I'm liking watching some of these uh these older shows um the witcher too i'm so i've been playing the witcher i've been playing a little bit less which i'd mentioned witcher 3 wild hunt so not much to say there but i've been watching the witcher um i'm still on the second season because we've been uh i mean i've been watching some other things but yeah i've been watching the witcher which also I, is really good i watched some last night again i'm on second the second i think there's only two seasons so i'm probably towards uh, at least halfway through the second season of the witcher that's really good so far uh, it makes me want to play the game again, and I have the board game Kickstarter coming at some point. I mean, mm. who knows in the next year, but that's going to be pretty badass now that I've you know played the game and watched the show. So, yeah. What is the yeah. one hundred on Netflix? Is it? And what is it about? Uh, like so, people are off of Earth. They're up in this spaceship because it's the last of the human race. Because like nukes or something had went oh, off. Oh, gotcha. You know, and, and uh. And then they send a hundred of the, it's the bunch of kids pretty much that were in trouble and stuff on the ark. It's called down to earth to see if it's survivable because they're running out of air on their, their ship, you know, and, uh, well then, you know, they end up, of course, they survive on earth and, you know, well, then they all kill each other for seven seasons. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, cause but, now that me and Bree are done with Ozark, we're trying to figure out what to watch next instead of, uh, replaying all the office episodes that we always do that and king of queens are uh, usually like fallbacks 
Yeah, yeah, there are two good ones. Yeah, there's so much, man, on TV. We can't figure out even what to, we're debating on what to watch. We didn't want to start a big, long, epic one again right off the bat. Well, <laughs> so Ozark's still, only four seasons, so. So we're going to, yeah. We're, well, we also want to watch Stranger Things drop since we probably, this has been in the interim. I haven't watched the, I want to rewatch the third season because it was two years ago. Again, I have no, I remember it. I'm guessing I'll remember when I see it, but. I want to re-watch, re-watch episode uh, or season three and then watch season four. So well, that's our, uh, our favorite band got some uh, new new fans, I guess, after season four uh, finale. Yeah, yeah. Because they played Master of Puppets or something. Why it keeps telling me about that and playing that. And it's like everybody's favorite part. Yeah, yeah so now, now why it's probably a big Metallica fan. You're probably like, I've been telling you this for years. <laughs> well, at least he has a good, pretty good music taste. So, yeah, he likes he to does, tell. He yeah. does, yeah. Yeah, But, uh, so the other thing, uh, so for games, uh, I said football's coming up. And Madden's franchise, have you kind of been following? It's like they've been putting a ton into the franchise mode. Like, uh like more scouting, you know, so you can have scouts. Uh, but another cool thing, I have a, uh, let's see, where's my Madden list? So it's got some of the big functions. So there's going to be a, a additional evaluation periods, uh, player motivations, and added salary cap functions. So you get more control and options. Uh, there's going to be an off-season free agency hub with has a full visual overhaul. Uh, that's supposed to make things just better. But then also active negotiations. Uh, it staggers the number of players you can offer during like different groups of the free agency period. Um, so that's, I think, a little bit more. Uh, so you can't just offer everybody. Uh, then also you can like uh, do multiple offers like between, you know, before you got to make an offer and then you hit a button to like move it forward. Like now I think you can actually negotiate back and forth instead of, you know, if you remember that, you used to have to, put a price, you know, whatever, put a number of years and then you'd go on and you'd find out if they accepted your offer or not. Now it's a little bit more fluid, but then it also adds like motivation. So like if a player wants to, you know, do a super like Super Bowl chase. So here's some motivations, Super Bowl chase, historic championships, head coach, historic record, scheme fit, top the depth chart, uh, team has a franchise QB, Mentor at position, close to home, big market, tax-free state, warm weather state, highest offer. So if a player has, you know, warm weather state and you're the Vikings, they're going to be a little less likely to go here. Or if they want a tax-free state, you know, they might go to Florida or Texas or wherever has no income tax. So all that stuff plays into it. Um, and then there's also things, too, like, uh, you know, you're, you're – quarterback like uh, they were saying for example you know people went to tampa to play with tom brady that's going to factor in uh now um but so, yeah anyways it sounds like i mean beyond these there's a ton of overhauls so i'm pretty pumped to play madden and we need to get back to now that i have good internet doing a madden league with aj yeah Tyler. definitely that'd be fun uh a aj bod in xbox x series so and it's not cross cross platform yet which i think is the stupidest thing ever for such a big franchise but um yeah we could get tyler to play and maybe Corey or something or yeah, try so to I'm figure something <laughs> out or aj could figure out maybe fix his ps4 i don't know if it's fixable but one thing uh so today I'm probably going to edit this pretty quick, so hopefully I can just get it out later tonight or tomorrow. But the wide receiver rankings just dropped. Did you see that? No, for the... For Madden, yeah. Madden, so yeah. 
today nice. the wide receivers, tomorrow's the edge rushers, the 20th is running backs, and then 21st is cornerbacks and D-line, and then the 22nd is uh, quarterbacks. So. Nice, nice. I say, uh, yeah, I, I have a – we uh, – if we look at Mondays and Tuesdays, it's going to be a pretty t- easy time for me to record. Uh, but I have some news and other things that I missed for comics, so we'll save those for next time too. But the last thing uh, for me and this uh, talking about games is I've been changing a lot. I'm just going to mention uh, I kind of want to make a – someday when we become uh, – when we have more time again and we have a better flow, like I want to say, you know, what's on the top of my Steam wish list? Uh, also what I'm playing, but – so recently, I re-added the Divinity Original Sin 2. Have you ever heard of that, Luke? There mm-hmm. we go. Uh, so yeah, Divinity Original Sin 2 is uh, it's an RPG, but I mean, it's just, you can pretty much do almost anything. Like, you can kill any character, and it'll change the way, you know, what happens in the game. But it's a big RPG, a uh, lot of story to it. You get to affect a lot of the story, but um, I don't know if you ever really played those games much but uh it's one which ones like just the rpgs in general like the role-playing game not Uh, too much um i don't know what's considered is that like what's fallout 4 well that's yeah those are role first person yeah first person shooter role-playing game or something yeah i played that game a ton Um, so yeah that's one i added again to my uh play playlist and then i also have a grim dawn i was looking for something that's a uh like diablo uh, which I love the Diablo series. Those are three that I've actually played all the games. And uh, I accidentally just actually hit a button and almost opened Grimdon. <laughs> did you and, get the, uh, new, the mobile game for Diablo that just I came did, out? I played it for a minute, Diablo Immortal, and then I stopped right away. I can't, I just, now that I work from home, like I used to play mobile games when I used to have to go into the office, you know, sometimes you'd play a mobile game or, you know, I'd go out and sit in on my lunch break and have time to, now I work from home or, you know, so I, uh, I have my computer right there if I'd want to, you know, versus, <laughs> uh, you know, playing something on my phone. So I played it and then I just never play games on my phone anymore, but, uh, lots of PC games. I have a few that I want to get i'm hoping a nice thing on steam is you know you add games to your wish list and then uh when they go on sale you know you find out so there's a few games like uh, rim world it's a colony sim base building survival game uh scott just you know very uh i don't know what to call it but very almost cartoonish graphics but i guess it's supposed to just be a super like uh, uh you can just do almost anything in this rim world and then go to the it's a sci-fi colony sim driven by an intelligent AI storyteller. Generate stories by simulating psychology, ecology, gunplay, melee combat, climate, biomes, interpersonal relationships, arts, medicine, trade, and more. And when you have the, on Steam, you have uh, the ratings. It has overwhelmingly positive, which I don't know if it's the highest, but it probably is. 98% of the 112,000 people gave it overwhelmingly positive. But it's supposed to be a really fun uh, game on Steam, so that's one I'm I'm waiting for. Is there a fly uh, flying around in your office? Yes, there is. It's Looks really like it annoying. Just landed on your nose. <laughs> yeah, it's done it a handful of times, and it's driving me nuts. So it's but, funny because uh, speaking of PC games, I was talking to my neighbor, who you know I talk to every now and then, but we never really talked talked about like gaming or anything. But 
don't know how it came up, but apparently he plays uh, Escape from Tarkov. Have you ever heard of that? It's no, supposed to be like so. it's like a super realistic uh, first person shooter, and then uh, it's online. But then it's also like a survival game, and then like I think he, what it sounds like like every so often it like just resets everyone back to zero. And you have to start from, you know, the beginning and then just keep doing it all or do it all over again. Yeah, that that's pretty. Uh, a lot of games I play, too, though. Yeah, they'll reset after so, so often. So just anyways, to, yeah, it was just funny that like he's a huge PC gamer, I guess, because he's like got a super souped up uh, computer and stuff. So I was like, awesome. Yeah, another one. Yeah, I mean, that's what you got to get Steam. You got to get Steam yeah. computer and there's so many good games. Yeah. Uh, one I w- I've been meaning to to get to is called Grounded, and it's a survival game. But it's literally like, uh, I mean, if you look at it, it looks pretty in depth. But it's like your um, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I mean, you're it's a survival game, but in your own backyard, and so oh, nice. you're fighting like, you know. So, but it's an in depth survival game. But you know, instead what of having big called? monsters, uh, Grounded. Uh, that'd be a fun one. Check out. Yeah, yeah. Then the graphics are awesome, and that's that's on my wish list too. It's. Twenty nine ninety five. So one, I'm waiting for it to go down. But so on uh, your wish list, if it goes on sale, it just tells you, right? Yep, you get an email, or when you go and you look at your wish list and you sort, and you can sort by the biggest discount and go down. You know, they'll always have their summer sale or fall sale. Their yeah, you know, <laughs> a million different sales. So I usually wait right. till they go. That's right, go too. Down. I just played. Uh, I don't know if you listen to the podcast with Tyler and AJ, but I bought uh, Stronghold Crusader Collection. Yeah. So I played that, <laughs> that again. On, awesome. I played that on Saturday night, and then I'm just doing like the trail or whatever. You have to, you know, you start fight the easy guy, and then you go keep getting harder and harder. But yeah, I beat the first guy after a few trials because I forgot. Like, you kind of have to get a flow of like getting wood chopped, and then getting food, yeah. and then getting enough uh, people to be in your army. So first one was pretty easy. Second one was. I think it took me like three times because the other that guy was pretty aggressive compared to the other guy. Like, but once I realized, like, oh, you just have to like set up some archers and keep him at bay for long enough to build up a bigger army. Like, he was pretty pretty easy to beat. But uh, so hopefully I can play here a few more day in a couple days since the kids will be gone and I can get a little further. But that's a fun game. Yeah, I'll probably be talking more too. I'm still trying to decide on. So, like I said, I'll be playing more Divinity: Original Sin two. I played it like a year ago, uh, maybe a year and a half ago. Uh, I think it was maybe even during COVID. I played quite a bit at one point. You know, I got into just a handful of games, and that was one of them. And I didn't beat it. I got really far in Divinity: Original Sin, and I got to like this boss. I just could not beat. And I just started playing something else. So now I have to. I I can't go back to that. I have to start all over. So I'm trying to figure out which characters to play this time because they each have their own way of like interacting with the world like you don't have if you don't play as one character in certain instances you won't even see parts of the story so it's super replayable because you can switch and play as a different character and see it from different viewpoints but anyways so yeah that and grim dawn i've been playing and that's like i said a diablo like game hack and slash you kill stuff and you get tons of loot and then the cool thing in grim dawn is you can have multi-class Different. I mean, it could be any classes, and uh, the other cool part is for like a hack and slash, you can easily switch like from a ranged weapon to a uh, to your melee. You can have two different sets, and uh, you just hit the button W, or I think it is, and you know you switch between them really quickly. And so I can go from dual wielding with two like you know knives to a shotgun or a, a crossbow, depending on my 
split weapon, and you know you just get tons of loot. So it's a hack and slash game, which they did, can just be fun sometimes. Speaking of hack and slash, did we ever figure out what game that was? Like for one of your birthdays, we went to uh, the Holiday Inn, and then we played like <laughs> that crazy hack and slash game where like one person was a wizard or like an elf, and the other was a wizard, the other was like a dwarf, but. I just remember so, it. It's so similar to Gauntlet Legends, which is yeah. you know, on my system. Yeah, it must have. It might have been yeah, that, but uh, yeah, and we haven't played fun. Gauntlet on your arcade yet. We'll have to do that yeah, next time. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've showed it to people because I can't remember. I mean, it's been so long. It, I think it might be that game, but I, I can't remember because that's very similar to what the game we're thinking of. Yeah, at least. But, anyways, I think we uh, we should wrap up for episode twenty four. I think I have uh, lots more even for next time. So. I mean, I'm just going to say it. People just know that they probably sh- sh- they shouldn't listen to us, but hopefully, you know, we can record again soon because uh, I'm starting to have more free time. Unfortunately, it's at the sake of the store, but uh, I just have too many games and stuff to play. I can't, you know, I got to stop working so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and uh, you had brought it up earlier. You didn't say on the podcast yet, but we were, we were throwing around the idea of changing the name. Yeah. Since, oh, yeah, since yeah. the original idea was to like interview hobby, you know, like game store owners, and we did that once in episode two yeah, and yeah. haven't done it since. So we're trying to think of if we should change the name and what it could I, be and stuff. So, so I had thought of this earlier and I just didn't say it, but I almost just think the old school new podcast. I mean, that would be, yeah, that'd be good. I mean, so, anyways, we're going to do some workshopping, but also, yeah, we'll have to come up with a, you know, that would be a whole rebrand almost. So, and we'll, we'll try see. to get like a more uh <laughs> a, a better uh recording schedule. I know Tyler and AJ said they might they might be able to record this coming weekend, so we'll see if that awesome. turns out. But all right, yeah, we have to figure out a weekend anyways too for me to go to your place. So we should figure that as well. And yeah. then we can record there. Yeah, so that'd, that'd right. work. Until next time, uh uh just like Luke and I are gonna do, uh go play some games. 